paid 260 euros for a pair of Crocs, man. Those shoes pretty much broke my foot. It's only going downhill from here. What up, guys? This is Josh. And this is Fobbs. And this is the Kickback Pod. And we are back. Another episode of the Kickback Pod. And this one, this one is officially episode 13. Last week or last time I called that episode number 13, but I was, actually that was number 12. But we were talking earlier before we started the pod today. We're just in a groove right now, you know, right? We're, you Fobs? know, we're, 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 we're grooving. We're moving. I don't know if any of you guys listening are Knicks fans, but um, Walt Frazier, one of my favorite all time uh, commentators, he's always got the swooshing and hooping and you know, whatever he's all, he's got those rhymes, Swiss cheese defense. So basically we're like Walt Frazier, we're grooving, we're moving and we're recording podcasts. Exactly. So, you know, when, when you're in such a groove, you lose track of the numbers, man. So yeah, this is officially episode 13. We're back once again. I'm your host, JD. I'm here with my boy Fobbs. And uh, actually, you know what? This is episode number 13. And I, oh. and I'm, and I, and I emphasize that because I don't know if I told you yet, but I've actually started taking learning German very seriously now. I'm actually nice. doing lessons. So That's I, good. I, I, I got lessons twice a week uh, for like three hours each lesson. So it's like oh, pretty intense. That's it's a, a long time, like, man. Yeah, it's a pretty intensive course. So it's like that the hope is to, by the end of the year, be like level B1 or b2 yeah. actually b2 so mm-hmm. that's pretty proficient so i'm trying to like fast track my german you know and and, and try to get up to speed by the end Very of the cool. year i mean that's good i always think it's important to learn the language of the country you live in and i know it's super difficult in berlin because everyone speaks english here and a lot yeah. of times if you're at a restaurant and you try to order in german the the wait staff is you know like australian or whatever and they're just like oh can we actually speak english please so mm-hmm. for someone learning the language it's super hard like I, I assume that or i would assume that if you were like living in munich or uh, like a small town in the middle of nowhere in germany then you would be fluent by now you know but for sure. uh, berlin is just almost too international but um no props to you for for doing that i think it's really cool and as, as much as it gets made fun of, I think, you know, it's definitely a cool skill to have to speak German. Yeah, so it's, it's a pretty tough language, but yeah, getting there. So in this in this episode, uh, there's not going to be a big topic like last week's episode, which was the top five sneakers of the year. And first of all, I wanted to say shout out to all of the new listeners on the pod. I had a look at the numbers over the last couple of weeks. Uh, we had a pretty big increase in the amount of listeners on the pod. So Welcome all new users. Shout out to everyone who's been sharing the pod. Appreciate it. And also shout out to for all the feedback I keep getting from you guys on Instagram or on YouTube, uh, all of you guys who have been listening to the pod. So shout out to you guys, man. Really, really appreciate it. So in this episode, uh, there's just a lot of news to talk about, a lot of sneaker news, a lot of stuff in the world of sneakers. So we'll try to get through most of them. And uh, also our upcoming sneaker segment this week, is going to be one of the biggest ones yet because this week, if any of you guys, especially in Europe, have checked your sneakers app, you've probably been very, very mind blown, just like me, because literally every day this week there is a crazy release. So we'll go, we'll go through all the releases, get you ready for the week, and yeah, let's start off. Maybe let's start off with our first uh, major topic. Oh, actually, wait. As always, guys, how did I forget? We got to talk about latest pickups. What have you picked up over the last couple of weeks? Honestly, nothing to be like, it's been a very, very dry last two weeks for me. Um, I've been focused on some other things like uh, um, I'm, I'm looking to get a pair of Ise Miyake pants, uh, which I'm picking up tomorrow on sale at Vu store. Um, I'm not going to say what color because then they might be sold out by the time I get there. Um, But uh, yeah, sneakers, nada. What about you, ma'am? Uh, only one pair. Uh, you're right. It has been a very slow couple of weeks in the sneaker world uh, as far as releases go. But yeah, I picked up the uh, the Rat Pack, as you like to call it, oh, the, the yeah. New Balance uh, Protection Pack. That's what they're officially called. And uh, someone, I forgot who, but someone uh, commented on my video that I dropped of them explaining to me why they were called the Protection Pack. It was, uh, man, now now I'm like struggling to remember what it was, but it was essentially to show kind of like a worn out look of the shoe. So yeah, like it was made by an in-house designer. There's not a collab or anything, an in-house release. 
and the sneaker was made to look like it was basically worn in so that's i still don't get why it's called a protection pack but that was that's kind of what the inspiration of the shoe was and that's why it looks the way it is I wasn't able to get the gray pair, which is the one I kind of wanted the most. I think it's probably the best colorway from the pack. But I did Don't get worry, the black I'll, pair. I'll, I'll hook it up. I'll hook it up. I'll try and hook it up. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Yeah, I know. You you said I've I've been watching that hype uh, high snobiety website, like looking for the release, but I haven't seen it. But I got the white pair. I got the black pair. They're pretty nice shoes, man. Pretty nice shoes. Like for an in-house release, not a collab. Like now, even like the general release New Balances seem to have some kind of hype to them, which is, yeah, it shows how far New Balance have come, you know? So, yeah. so yeah, no, pretty, super pretty cool. Yeah. And, and like all of the colorways, they're all reselling for a pretty high amount, which is crazy for, like I said, a general release New Balance. It's just not something you normally see. So, yeah, yeah that, that was my only pickup. That's a, it's a decent one. I, I, I would say I probably prefer the white one the most just because I like the pop of pink on there, the pink and the blue. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's a really great, like the quality looks amazing too, uh, like compared to regular generally shoes. I mean, I know New Balance quality is usually quite high, um, but this one looks even higher. And it's one of those rare shoes that, you know, could easily be a collab. And if it was a collab, it would be way much more hyped. It still is pretty hyped now, but yeah, um, yeah overall super solid. Uh congrats on the pickup for sure yeah i'm i'm definitely hyped uh i'm probably gonna take that pair with me when i i, I will be traveling to toronto shout out all my canadian listeners uh i'll be traveling to toronto in the mid in middle of august for a long time pretty much a month so uh I, that sneakers is looking like one of the sneakers that might make it into the suitcase we'll uh we'll see um yeah but let's get into let's get into news so First major news, I'm sure some of you guys may have read this. Uh, Nike has been experiencing some factory issues, so specifically in Vietnam. Uh, so their absolutely biggest factory in Vietnam, which was in the city of Ho Chi Minh, and employees of mind-boggling. I couldn't even believe this number when I read it. This one factory employs 56,000 people. 56,000 people in that's one a, factory that's a football stadium you know that like is every day insane so yeah. and also this one factory is uh interestingly enough the biggest employer in the city of ho chi minh which is the biggest city in vietnam so that's that's insane so this factory is shut down and a second factory in vietnam is also shut down and there's basically a lot of fears that Nike may experience a lot of supply shortage now. We might say we might see some sneakers getting delayed. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's crazy news for a number of reasons. I think the first is obviously the delays that we'll see. Right. Um, I don't know what exactly, you know, nobody really knows what exactly is being made in the factories right now. But knowing kind of industry timelines um, most of the stuff that's in the factory right now being produced isn't set to be released for, you know, another three to six months, at least, at least, right. Because everything is shipped over by boat, which takes three to four months from Asia. Um, then by the time it arrives, you got to sort it, you got to ship it, you got to, you know, make the marketing for it and stuff like that. So everything in there right now, I think at earliest would be spring, summer, 22, maybe more like midsummer 22. And, um, that's why we probably won't see the delays from this lockdown for a while. Um, but at the, you know, at the same time, it, it's making the news now because it's happening now. So it'll be a very delayed response, um, which was the case last year as well, right? In 2020, when Corona started and things started shutting down, all the stuff that came out in early to mid 2020 was already in Europe, was already at the retailers, was already at the brands. It was already ready to go. So you didn't see much of the delay there. You saw the delay uh, the delays in the releases, the canceled releases, the pushback releases much further down the line because it was a delayed response, um, which, you know, I think is important to note. So like, let's say there was a sneaker that you were hoping to get in the next like two months or whatever, six weeks, there's no way that that's going to be pushed back or canceled. Like it, it's definitely stuff that yeah. you don't even know is coming out yet. Yeah. I feel like last year, especially there were a bunch of sneakers that were rumored to release, but they just never happened. And it looks like there might never happen. Uh, two that I can think of on the top of my head were those 7-Eleven dunks. Uh, we saw so many pictures of those. 
some people got some, you know, some friends and family pairs, but that sneaker never released, probably will never release. And then also we had uh, another one was those strawberry dunks, uh, those dunk highs. Those also never saw a release date. So maybe, yeah. may, maybe the maybe the COVID delays had something to do with that. Uh, we don't know. Uh, but just to an, an, just to talk about this point a little more, I was reading an article from um, I believe Business Insider, I think, uh, about this particular issue, and it seems, at least from what I read, that I don't think this is going to affect Nike too much because. Nike has a total of 122 factories where it gets the shoes and it's spread out across 12 countries. And just in the country of Vietnam alone, it has 53 factories. And only two of these factories have been shut down due to COVID. So I'm pretty sure Nike can just kind of at least temporarily offset some of the uh, losses from these big factories and push it to some of the other factories. Uh, of course, like Nike being the company they are, they can't really afford to be reliant on one supplier. It would completely shut down their supply chain. So that's why they're smart enough to get 122 different factories. So it's not like last year during COVID when it feels like when it, when it was pretty much like all factories were shut down for one reason or the other. This time we just got two. So I actually don't think we're going to see too many delays. I think I think the story might be a bit overblown just based on how many total factories Nike has. Yeah, I think also like that's a really really good point and also you don't know what's, you know, what's actually being made in these factories, right? It could be mm-hmm. um I don't it could be anything. It could be like soccer shoes, it could be uh, you yeah. know, spe- specialty equipment, it could be just logo t-shirts like it, it could really be anything i'm sure that there are some sneakers being made in there for sure um but then also to your previous point about like some delays turning into cancellations um you know that probably is more to do with also like the storyline and the 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 theme of the sneaker right so the 420 strawberry cough sneaker right that was delayed and then they were like all right well there's no point in releasing it now because it's not 420 anymore and then the next 420 came around and i don't know maybe it was delayed again or maybe there was another storyline that was more interesting so sometimes these products are made for a very specific time and the the deadline is quite tight and if they don't make it then uh, it doesn't make sense anymore for example like i don't know a, a super bowl shoe you know if, if it's made for the super bowl and then it gets delayed by four months and the Super Bowl's over. There's no point in releasing it. So unfortunately, then it gets canned. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think also that's a good point. And, I, and I, also the other shoe I mentioned, which was the 7-Eleven Dunks. I know that that pair was supposed to coincide with the 2020 Olympics in Tokyo because 7-Eleven is like an institution in Tokyo. If you've ever been to Tokyo, you, you, you would probably know what I mean. Uh, and so that's probably why that sneaker got pushed back. It, and we will be talking about it later and show all of the Olympic shoes that we will be seeing releasing uh, this year, uh, actually this week, as we as the Olympics have already begun. But it seems just like just based on looking on the list, it doesn't seem like any of these sneakers have anything to really do with the Olympics. It just seems to be like Nike kind of just, you know, threw them into this week. Uh, just because they probably didn't have another week to sell these sneakers. Instead, like we're not seeing too many Tokyo themed or, or, you know, any kind of like Japanese themed sneakers, maybe besides the FTC dunks. But yeah, uh, the sneakers that are supposed to release during Olympic week. Yeah, they, they, they seem a little out of place, at least to me. Yeah, I mean, there's a few like the the Gundam dunks are obviously Japan uh, Japan themed, right? Because that's like one of the most popular toys. Are those actually Japan. releasing though? Because like, I mean, not in Europe at least. I didn't see those releasing in Europe. They're they're not on the sneakers app right now, but they should be releasing. It might it might be in a couple weeks or something. Mm. But uh, Nike definitely communicated that they would be dropping. Okay. And then it could be a Japanese exclusive to them. I'm, I'm not too sure on that. And then the uh, the Pete Power dunks, like yeah, the colorway doesn't really have much to do with it, but he designed the. The uniforms for the skate team right so that's i guess the connection ah, um, okay, okay. but they're not like yeah they're not like super obvious connections it's not like the olympic colors or the flag of you know whatever tokyo or, or japan um so, so those it's, those, it's, those piet para skateboard um the uniforms look amazing like he yeah, killed cool. it he killed it they're pretty cool they're pretty cool <laughs> yeah speaking of um i guess yeah I don't know what I was going to say there. Well, we were, we were going <laughs> to we talk about, we were talking about Nike 
And we got to move into the second topic, which was Nike basically suing sneaker customizers now. So a couple of weeks ago, there was a big story about uh, Nike uh, finally getting patents or trademarks, actually, on the Jordan 1 High, the Jordan 1 Low, I believe also the Air Force 1 Low. Um, and that was a big story. Everyone was like, oh, RIP bootleggers. Um, and now Nike has been basically taking it one step further. They've actually started to sue um, sneaker customizers. Uh, so Nike is really, it seems like in 2021, this is a big topic for Nike. They're really trying to show uh, that, you know what, you cannot plagiarize our logo. You can customize sneakers. You cannot steal any of our models. They're really trying to control that whole aspect. Um, yeah. And, and I was just looking into this story. So they, so Nike basically is, first of all, suing this company based out of LA called Drip Creations. And yeah. from and I, 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 so I basically went on the website of Drip Creations and it looks like they pretty much sell Air Force Ones, but um, they're all customized. So some of them have like flowers on them. Some got like other kinds of patterns, butterflies and like some shiny materials and all that. But they're basically, this company basically buys Air Force Ones and paints them or designs them or, you know, just kind of makes them look cooler, I guess. And um, Nike has a problem with this. And this, this, I don't understand actually like why Nike is so against this because customizing sneakers for me at least has always been part of the sneaker culture that like there's something cool about buying a pair of shoes, making it your own, drawing stuff on it or whatever. Like, like I, for me, that's always been a big part of sneaker culture, but Nike, yeah. Yeah. You you can, well, I mean, I I think, I think what, what they have a problem with is like people making a lot of money off of their product. Right. So this drip creations guy or company or whatever person has 1.1 million followers on Instagram or something like it's something crazy, right? They've got like a lot of followers and they, I think they move a lot of product. Um, So like, let's say you started customizing in Berlin and you were like either doing made to order stuff or you went to your local Foot Locker and you got like 10 Air Force Ones bulk order or whatever. And then you did, and you sold those like randomly out of the back of your car or out of whatever. I think I don't, they're not going to sue you. Right. But they're suing these big scale customizers that are then either using fake Nike shoes, which is the accusation against drip creations that this person is actually buying fake Nike shoes and customizing those to keep costs down. So like, I don't know, bulk ordering from China, like a hundred fake Air Force Ones, customizing uh, them and okay. then selling them as as real customizations of real Air Force Ones. Um, and I think they're cracking down on people moving huge volume and making big money. So like I said, I don't think that if you and I started doing like kickback customs, um, they're not going to sue us until we're like super big and like making bank off of it. At least that's my understanding of it. I don't know. Like maybe the next step is that they start really suing small time customizers, but I don't think that they have the resources for that, even though that they're, you know, even though Nike is super rich and has probably a team of like 500 lawyers or whatever, it would just be, you know, like, how are you going to sue every single customizer? You can't. Yeah. I'm, I'm reading more about this and yeah, Nike has specifically pointed out the poor craftsmanship with crooked proportions, messy stitching, messy stitching, sorry, cheap details and, some of the Air Force Ones are taller than real Air Force Ones. So yeah, it looks like they are kind of highlighting that these aren't real Air Force Ones that are being customized. It's some knockoff Air Force Ones, which, okay, I get, I mean, now I kind of get more why they're doing this. But also like they put out this statement, which is uh, Nike has no desire to limit the individual expression of creatives and artists, many of whom are some of Nike's biggest fans though it cannot allow customizers like Drip Creations to build a business on the backs of its most iconic trademarks, undermining the value of those marks and the message they convey to consumers. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not, so, I'm not so sure someone would see these Drip Creations Air Force Ones and think that they're an official Nike product. I feel like most people, even people who aren't really into shoes that much, 
I feel like people can tell the difference between a custom shoe and an official Nike shoe. So I'm not so sure how much people actually get confused by which ones are the real Nike and which ones aren't. Um, but I think that's like, I, I, I do think that, you know, we definitely, if we see a shoe, we'll be like, okay, that's not a real collab. That's a custom. And people who are like half casually into sneakers, maybe, but there's a lot of people out there who are, I don't want to say basic consumers, but very mainstream kind of casual consumers of sneakers and streetwear culture, or even not, not just, just sneakers, right. Not even streetwear culture. And for example, if my mom saw like a, a Nike Air Force One that somebody had drawn, like, I don't know, the Teletubbies on just as a random example that popped in my head right now, she would probably <laughs> think she would probably think that that's a real Air Force One. You know what I mean? Unless it's sloppily done. I think if if it's obvious that somebody drew on it and it's not well done, then she might be like, OK, this person drew Teletubbies on their Air Force Ones. But if it's well done by a customizer i do see where it could blur the lines um that's not to say that i agree with like trying to stifle customization and stuff like that but i do see it from a business standpoint and from a legal standpoint that nike has to protect their marks and their trademarks because otherwise like people will start thinking you know like random people start thinking like oh nike collaborated with uh i don't know tesco or nike collaborated with um shell or British Petroleum, you know, and like that's not something that they want people to to think. Um, which was with the with the mischief and the Lil Nas X uh, Satan Air Max ninety seven. You remember that shoe? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, there were actually people on Twitter, just like regular, you know, moms, dads, like older people. I mean, generally it's older people, but even just normal people who are casual consumers of Nike goods, and they were like oh my God, I can't believe that Nike collaborated with Satan or Satanism. And they really believed that like Nike was collaborating with Satanism. So um, even if it's just a handful of people out there, I, from a business side, I can understand why Nike feels they need to do it from a sneaker culture, freedom of expression, art side. I think it's bullshit. Okay, I mean, that's a very good point. You just brought up about the Satan shoes. Yeah, I can totally see why Nike would have a huge problem and why Nike also is taking Lil Nas X to court. Uh, I know they're making a big deal out of that, which I, I definitely get it. That definitely hurts their brand. Um, yeah, but I also think Nike and a lot of other uh, sneaker brands also get a lot of their inspiration for either future collabs or future general releases. I feel like they get a lot of their inspiration themselves from some of these sneaker customizers. So yeah. I think it's possibly it's possible that creatively long term this just ends up hurting them. Although it's kind of tough to quantify that, but yeah, I mean, I, I get why Nike is doing it, and they're essentially saying with this uh, with this lawsuit, they're essentially saying that you know it's cool if you want to like customize your sneakers. It's cool if you want to like that. That we're, we're all for that as long as you don't make a lot of money off of it. <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty much yeah. what they're trying to say here, which uh, I mean, OK, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, no, but um, enough about Nike. Let's talk a little bit about uh, their big rivals, Adidas and uh, Yeezy, or more specifically Kanye West and what Yeezy Supply and all these other brand or not brands accounts are calling Yeezy Day on August 2nd. Like what what is Yeezy Day, Josh? So Yeezy Day. So Yeezy Day, it's, as Fabian said, August the 2nd in North America, August the 3rd in Europe and Asia. The last time Yeezy Day happened was in 2019. And essentially what happens on this day is, um, well, Adidas and Yeezy brand promise a lot of restocks of previously popular Yeezys and possibly new colorways new silhouettes dropping basically it's a day to celebrate yeezy brand uh of course like people are going to be going crazy looking at their phones all day from what i remember in 2019 there were a lot of like 30 minute raffles that showed up on the app on the on the confirmed app and like some shock drops as well um so it was like first come first serve kind of thing so if, if you have the confirmed app in your country you're probably going to be glued to your phone that day I'm personally happy it's August the 3rd in Europe and not August the 2nd because that's my girlfriend's birthday and she would <laughs> absolutely hate me if I was just staring at my phone all day. 
<laughs> that's funny that's like what we were talking about last time where i was saying that i was like at the table and i didn't want to be antisocial, but i really wanted to cop the bodega yeah. new balance right it's gonna like it would have been the same thing where you're like at dinner and you're like oh just i, I need to go to the bathroom like Not josh you. you've been in the bathroom like 15 times like i just i really need to go and then you're sitting there and you're like trying to cop <laughs> babe i love you happy birthday but th- these foams though they're on i gotta cop them <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> yeah so I'm happy it's on the third, but yeah, so it's, it's similar to sneakers day, I guess. I don't know which one came first sneakers day or Yeezy day sneakers day. It's been around for like five years now. Okay. But, right. Um, cause cause I sneakers mean, I... day, sneakers day is actually on August the 8th. Uh, at least it was last year and the year before, but when I look in the calendar, August the 8th, this oh. year seems to be a Sunday. So I'm not yeah. so sure they would do it on a Sunday. That's a no, I, th- I think they will. I think they will. Um, yeah, it's it's been weird. Okay, they never so release actually, sneakers on Sundays. So sneakers day is actually only like three years old or something like that because um, I, I got confused between Air Max Day. But sneakers day, yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure if it's this is August the fourth 8th, one actually. Last year was the third. Exactly. I remember. Yeah. So the fourth one, um, I don't know. I can see them doing it on a Sunday. Like, uh, what what difference does it make? I mean, I know they don't release shoes on Sundays, but. Uh, what's the difference between sneakers day being a Monday or a Tuesday or, or Sunday? You know what I mean? I, I mean, I know there's no difference. It's just, they never release sneakers on a Sunday usually. So, but, but we'll see. Uh, so it's possible that next week we might have easy day and then also sneakers day. So it's going to be a crazy, crazy week. This week is crazy. Next week is crazy for sneaker releases. I have a question uh, for you. So yeah. what, what Yeezy would you want to see restock the most? Oh, if you could pick any Yeezy since the beginning of Yeezy times, since the beginning of Yeezys, oh, the yeah. um, the 750s, so, but like to wear or to resell. Wait, did I wait? Did I just mess up the number? I'm talking about were they they were the 750s, right? Like the original, yeah, yeah the, ones? The, the original ones, the first yeah, ones, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, w- I mean, no, to rock, I would, I would buy them to rock, yeah, yeah, because yeah. right. like that, that's a pair I've never owned and I've always wanted to own. Oh, I had but, that pair. I had yeah? that pair. Yeah. No way, man. Yeah. Like I wouldn't, that would probably be the only one. I mean, but like, uh, of course, I really don't think those really old Yeezys are going to no, restock. It's, it's going to be, be from the last like two years or the last 12 months. I mean, there's been yeah. enough Yeezys that, I mean, so, so last... realistically, which one would you pick then uh, if, if it had to be one that you think might restock? Well, to be honest, the Yeezy that I've liked the most from the last two years has been the foams. And I already have the colorway I like the most, which is the sand. So there's not really another pair that I'm like dying to cop. So if if anything else releases, I'm probably just going to cop to resell, to be honest. Um, there's there's not a there's not a whole lot of other Yeezys I'm dying to cop. What about you? Yeah. I would take the V3s, the 700 V3s, the mm-hmm. um, the first colorway. I forget what their name Azale. was. I have that pair. Yeah, I really, really like those. They look like a spaceship. And oh, those, um, those are the the OG pair is so nice. I've never, I, I haven't sold that shoe. I probably wouldn't sell it because it's so nice. I think the 700 V3 in general, so yeah. slept on. I mean, look at like the resale prices of that pair too. Like they don't resell for much. Like. Well, I think the original does, right? But the other ones don't. The original does, but the, yeah, all the ones that came after that barely have any resale, which is surprising to me because I think it's one of the one of the dopest Yeezys to release. Yeah. No, I, so I would take those or like if I really had to like pick my all time, it would have to be maybe the 950s or something like that because I just, I want a pair of winter boots and I love the Yeezy winter boots. Oh, wait, the 950s were, wait, which were the 950s? Were, were they 950s or 850s? Yeah. No, I I'm think like, they were 950s. The oh, you're talking about those like tall ones? Yeah, man. Those military style, really tall ones. Yeah, just, oh, I, I don't have God. I don't have a pair of, no, just because like the other ones I can like, they're not that expensive on resale if I wanted so I could get those. But these ones are kind of just like, I feel like they're slept on. I don't have winter boots. And every winter I'm like, damn, I should have bought winter boots this year. Um, but then I don't. Um, and I feel like I would get a lot of use out of them. So, uh, I would probably want those. I know it's a very unorthodox answer, but, um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's definitely unorthodox. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's, that's, that's an interesting question though, but I'm expecting this easy day. There's going to be a lot of restocks of, I think the foam runners, all the different colorways. I think there's going to be a lot of slides restocking. 
and uh definitely recent colorways of the 350s um yeah the, you know basically what what else would you be expecting i think like maybe the 700 v1s also like the bright yeah. blue and flame or maybe some colorway. 500 highs as well and the basketballs might restock uh, yeah exactly exactly like I, I i don't think it's anything for me at least too exciting so uh yeah i'm more excited probably for sneakers day to be honest because we're hearing we might see everything restock we might see like the the travis scott what no uh, i mean i'm just a thumbs down oh <laughs> i'm just i'm saying i'm i, I don't like that shoe oh <laughs> uh, you don't like that shoe yeah but but i'm hearing like literally any shoe can restock the, the travis scott sixes for one uh and all of the ambush colorways pretty much anything hype i'm nothing's coming to my head right now but basically any hype release from this year yeah. is expected i mean i can restart. see like the like the amamania threes maybe all oh, right maybe not but i don't know i they always say that sneakers is going to be a big restock and then it's always more it's always disappointing you know? yeah right last so year i'm not was, i'm not holding my breath for sure last year i only caught one shoe on sneakers day and it was the air max one sneakers day special it was like this brown shoe Mm-hmm. And like, I don't even wear for Air Max ones. So that, that was kind of like a useless shoe to cop. <laughs> you need but, to, you need to start wearing Air Max ones though. Cause they are uh, going to be yeah. coming in hot soon. Yeah. 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 But we'll, we'll, get we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But, but spe- going back to Kanye, this whole conversation started with Kanye. I'm more excited. If there's one shoe I really want to see dropping on that day and easy day, by the way, like I was saying, it's not just restocks. A lot of new sneakers drop on that day as well. Do you think there's potential that we might see the Yeezy 1020 or 1020 or whatever they want to call it? Do you think we might see, do you think we might see that release on Yeezy day? I have a feeling mm. it will. I think so too. Maybe just on like on Yeezy supply, like in limited stock. Um, it's a, it's a dope shoe. I think if I, if I didn't get the 950 or whatever, uh, I would probably cop that one as my winter shoe. Um, I love the sole and how aggressive it looks. I don't like the orange colorway though, um, but it's a, it's like a super dope like 950 on steroids. And I think if there was like a like an all black or like a like a muted kind of earthy tone colorway coming out, that would be the one I caught. I feel like this particular shoe has like classic written all over it because first of all, it's red. You know, like there's not, there hasn't been a lot of ready Yeezys to release over the last few years. I mean, we've been getting every colorway under the sun, but it's been mainly like earthy tones, mainly uh, like these pastel colors. There hasn't been too many red or red slash orange sneakers to release. Like I I can pretty much think of like the red Octobers as like maybe like the last iconic one. And this one, since it's going to be the first colorway to release of this model, I'm expecting it to be very limited. So, and it's red. I have a feeling that this sneaker is going to end up being like worth a lot of money, like a year from now. Uh, kind of like those, that original 700 V3 Azale pair. Like when it first released, it wasn't reselling for that much. And then a year later, it was like well into the thousands. I have a feeling we're yeah. going to see the same with the 1020s. I definitely I think- want to cop that pair just, just to wear, just to, yeah, it, it, it's so futuristic looking. I, I usually love all the new Yeezy models and this one, no different. I think, yeah, it, it could resell for a lot. I think the only thing that might hold it back just a little bit is that it's a, a boot, right? It's like a winter boot, a military boot. And the the normal sneakerhead or like the basic sneakerhead doesn't really wear military boots. I mean, they do if Kanye does, obviously. But mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of people that would maybe not wear it just because of the fact that it's so big and bulky. Um, but even so, like enough people will want it that it'll definitely be worth a little bit on the resale market, in my opinion. But it, overall, I think the design is what what makes it so cool. It's it's a really cool design. Besides Yeezy Day, I'm a lot more excited about Kanye's actual album. Like I was waiting all night on last Friday. I'm like literally refreshing Spotify every hour. Like at twelve, I checked it. At one, I checked it in the morning. Two in the morning, mm. nothing. And then I see like this tweet the next morning that like, yeah, he's only going to release it on August the 6th. And I'm like, God damn, Kanye. I can't wait for this album because I know this sounds bad, but I love when artists go through personal struggle. <laughs> because, like the breakup Kanye. Yeah. 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 Because whenever any artist goes through personal struggle, that's when like the real art comes out, you know, like the pain, 
pe- uh, people get a lot more inspiration when they're in pain, you know, like, and Kanye is no different, you know, like he wrote some of his best songs, like after the passing of his mother and, and, uh, and like now, you know, leaving Kim and also he named the album after his mother. Like you already know this album is going to be a classic, man. Like I can't, I can't I, wait to hear this album. I think it's, I don't know. It's a hard one. Like I, I woke up the next day, checked Spotify, wasn't there. And I was like, hmm, all right kind of to be expected and i think you know like i don't want to like rain on anyone's parade but like i feel like anyone who gets their hopes up for kanye album releases is just kind of i don't know kidding themselves like i i can see him delaying it again you know i don't think it's going to release august 6th um but i would love it if it does you know like I, i think for me i i look at it as like if it drops, it's a dope bonus. And it's the, it's an album that I'll listen to from start to finish. And if it's good, I'll be listening to it for a lot longer. If it's not good, I'll have listened to it and I'll listen to my favorite songs from it, but I'm not holding my breath. Like it's, it's just a bonus if it comes out and if it doesn't, you know, there's plenty of other songs that are good, that are good and that I can listen to. I, I think there's definitely something that's going to release shortly because I've, I've noticed Kanye's behavior for so long that there's a clear pattern with the way he behaves in public. And usually right before an album release or right before like a new silhouette of a Yeezy is supposed to release, he tends to basically make a lot of public appearances. He does a lot of crazy antics. He'll say stuff to be controversial and I've always said from the beginning, people have always told me that like, oh, like Kanye is just crazy. But like, I actually don't think it's crazy. I think he's like super intelligent. And I, and I think he knows how to play the media so well. He knows exactly how to get attention and drive people and listeners to his clothes and to his albums. So you can see what he's doing now. He had this whole like thing at what was it in, in Atlanta, Georgia? He rented out the whole stadium. And then and then he's also uh uh, he made appearances at the Atlanta Georgia football game just yeah. out of the blue, like so the I MLS f- game. He was just because apparently he's been he's been living in the stadium. He has like a studio there. He's got a chef who cooks from there, and he oh. sleeps there. Apparently, this is what I read. I mean, it, this could be totally false, right? But this is what I read on social media, and and apparently, since he's living there, he just like which is such a weird thing to do, right? Wait, why the f- um, why is he living in weird. the stadium? I mean, it's Kanye West. He's a, he's a weird dude. But um, apparently, if this is true, he was there, obviously. And like as the soccer game, the MLS game is going on, it's kind of like it's happening in his backyard. And he kind of just wandered out and was like, oh, like, I'm going to check it out and see what people are doing here. And that's why he was there. You know, he didn't actually go to the game. He was living there and was like, oh, like, might as well take a break from recording right now or eating or whatever he was doing and like check out this football game. How did he arrange that? How how did he just like like choose to live in the stadium? That's only Kanye. It's it's <laughs> it's very 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 Kanye. Um, but yeah, I I think we all agree that everyone who likes Kanye's sneakers, likes his fashion, likes him as a creative, is definitely excited for this album. Donda, Donda, yeah, August Let's the sixth. I mean, we'll see, we'll see. But speaking of Kanye. You know, he had, I think they're friends again, but they used to be arch nemesis, uh, Drake, right. They had a little bit of beef. Um, now they're friends again. Apparently he's also got a a new Nike shoe coming out or a new shoe coming out, um, which leaked recently. And this is the last of our four news segments. It's going to be the shortest one, I think as well, but what do you think of the shoe? Uh, let me describe it first. All right. So it's an all white air force one, nice buttery leather. Like the leather looks high quality. And on the sole, where the Air Force One has these stars on the outsole, right? It actually has hearts. And then on the midsole at the heel where the air is, it says, um, what does it say again? It says, I don't know, uh, with love or something. Like it's something yeah, like to do with, with love forever name. or like forever yeah, love yeah. you or something like that. It's forever like love you. I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Something super like, I guess... I mean, it's it's what it, his album is called Certified Lover Boy. So it's obviously super romantic, whatever. And these Air Force Ones are supposed to drop as part of the uh, album release. What do you think, Josh? Are you you copying these? Like, are you feeling the design? Dude, like, okay, you, you guys know, if you guys know me, you know, I'm a Drake stan. Like the guy is basically 
the quote-unquote real mayor of the city of toronto and i am from toronto and he's literally a god over there like whenever a drake album is gonna drop there's a buzz in the city everyone's talking about it like it's a big deal so like yeah i mean drake i'm a big stan but i've always been disappointed with his sneaker collabs i don't know why like he's always had really subpar sneaker collabs like going back i mean he's had a few jordan collabs he had those like gold ovo eights um then what else like the, there was those raptor yeah, fours that were supposed the to drop away oh, yeah, the the yeah like i mean all of his collabs have just been so forgettable like i, I don't know why nike just keeps giving him these terrible collabs uh, maybe maybe it's if drake is supposed to you know have a lot of input into these maybe he's just not you know the creative mind that kanye or maybe travis is on their collabs because drake's collabs are just so forgettable and this one might be the worst of them all like this is literally a white air force one like it's from afar it looks like a white air force one (laughs) it's it's literally the supreme air force one but for drake you know what i mean like the the, right, the right, Supreme right. Air Force One that they restock every every season now, the yeah. all white one with the Supreme logo, it's literally just slapping some Drake details on it, and that's it. Like the leather looks nice, and if you're if you're a soft boy and you like to be romantic and whatever, then I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of 16, 17 year olds if they even still listen to Drake copying these. But um, definitely not for me. I would have preferred it if the shoe really was like the Supreme uh, Dunk. And instead of having that writing at the bottom, if it just had the OVO logo, like I, I, I would be, I would rather prefer that than, than this. Like this just looks like a white Air Force One, man. Yeah. So Drake, man, you got to do better. I mean, like you love your music, greatest of the generation, but man, we need, we need some better inspo on the, on the shoes, man. It's a, it's, it's going to be a pass from the kickback for sure. It's easy pass. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, let's, let's just get into the upcoming sneakers, man. We have just so many to talk about this week, starting off with uh, on. So today, I guess the, for you guys who are listening to the pod, the pod will be dropping on the 27th. And so on the 28th, of july we have the undercover dunks actually no the undercover dunks are on the 27th which is tomorrow so yeah the under undercover dunks are dropping on the 27th these dunks uh if um wait you guys... in, the, in europe because in I'm europe seeing... yeah so it, they're the 28th in the u.s as well the 28th in the u.s right but in europe on the sneakers app it shows that they're dropping on the 27th mm-hmm. and uh yeah so you guys may have noticed these dunks look a little bit different than most other dunk highs that's because the shape of these dunks is is supposed to mimic the shape of uh the original version of the nike dunk and actually just just wanted to correct myself i just checked the app it's actually releasing on the 28th of july which is the wednesday uh instead tomorrow which is the 27th of july we will be seeing the jordan ko um which is like oh yeah yeah, which is like a canvas version of the Jordan 1 in the Chicago colorway that will be dropping tomorrow. Yeah, but the Dunk High, we'll be seeing that on the 28th. And yeah, it's a pretty nice colorway. Undercover did their thing. It's called the Nike Dunk High 1985. It's supposed to look like the OG Dunks. Yeah, I'm not mad at the shape. I It's a little bit of, of a pass for me, though. I'm not really feeling the colorway too much with the red and black. What do you think? Yeah, I'm generally not a huge fan of high tops and... I don't know. I mean, the leather looks nice. Uh, it's, you know, a classic black red colorway, um, you know, for those who like bread out there. Um, but yeah, it's a pass for me for sure. Yeah, for me as well. As much as I like dunks, this one is a pass for me. However, also on Wednesday, there's another sneaker dropping. And this one for me is might be the best SB dunk, at least for me this year, I, I, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say it for me. It is the best SB dunk to drop this year. That is the FTC dunks, FTC dunk low. Uh, you guys have seen the colorway. It has uh, hits of white, this turquoise blue, some hits of yellow. The swoosh is done in this silver color. We got a blue bo- bottom, blue outsole. And I just love these. I love these things. Like I, I love the different materials, the quilted uppers. I think it's just such a nice colorway, like perfect colorway. One of the best colorways yeah. I've seen on a dunk low. It's uh, squeaky clean. I mean, the um, 
the the colorway is inspired by the sento bathhouses in japan mm-hmm. and those are generally you know like very relaxing you've got like different like temperature water and um they're public bathhouses basically and this is uh directly inspired by those the, the colors that they've taken are usually the colors you see in these bathhouses and i have to agree with you this is probably it's not my favorite this week but it's uh it's it's up there for sure yeah, and, and we also have another pair of dunks dropping the next day, the 29th, the Nike Dunk SB collab with Para. Uh, we yep. talked about Para, Piet Para earlier on the show. He designed all of the skateboarding uh, gear for the Olympics. And by the way, this is the first Olympics that skateboarding is an official sport, which I thought was really, really cool and well-deserved. Uh, yeah, but these dunks too, this is probably your dunk of the week, your favorite. Yep. You guessed it, man. This, this, I love, so I don't know if you've actually, when you were here last, it it wasn't hanging, but I have a Pete Para artwork that hangs on the wall um, in my apartment. Uh, It was originally supposed to hang outside, but it was relegated to the bathroom because my girlfriend didn't like it. Um, (laughs) And what she says goes, but um, I just love his art. I love the colors. I love the geometry to it. I love the different patterns he makes uh, using, you know, colors and and different shapes and whatever. Um, And so to see those on a dunk that directly mirrors the uh, Nike SB skateboarding jerseys that some of the teams wore uh, during the Olympics Super cool. I big, big fan. And I can see these probably like becoming one of the most iconic dunks, uh, at least that he's done um, in, in the next few years. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, just the storyline, the, the fact that it is releasing around the Olympics time and the, the whole storyline about this being the first Olympics that features skateboarding and the uniforms being designed by Para himself. Now you have the dunks to go along with it that have the same design. Yeah, I mean, it's a great storyline. And I mean, just from a colorway point of view, it's just a super clean pair of shoes. And I, I love the gum bottoms on these two. I think it's it just goes so well with that upper. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's this week. Wow. This week, two of the strongest dunks we've seen drop this year. I mean, I know it's been the year of the dunks, so many dunks every single week, but two of the best SBs dropping basically on back-to-back days. So yeah, if you if you love dunks, this is the week for sure. And then uh, closing out the week, actually no, not yet closing out the week, but then on the thirtieth, which is the Friday, I believe, we have the Dunk High dropping another colorway from Ambush this time, and the colorway this time is this Volt Green or I guess like Volt Yellow colorway. I'm not sure if it's a green. Oh, it's a lime. It's called the Flash Lime colorway, and um, this shoe reminds me a lot of that off-white Volt pair, which I actually own. Uh, It's like just a bright, bright pair of shoes. I'm a huge fan of this particular shoe. The blue colorway, though, I'm not a big fan of this Volt one. It's just a bit too loud for me. What are you feeling? Yeah, hard pass. That colorway, that color was cool in 2018, you know, when, when Yeezy was doing it, when other brands were doing it. I don't know what Nike and Ambush were thinking, bringing back that colorway. Like it's an unwearable shoe. Like who's going to be, they look like the Gatorade ones, you know, and I don't know anyone who bought the Gatorade ones. So I'm yeah. Hard, hard, hard pass. <laughs> Which one's the harder pass? These are the all over pink colorway. The pink ones just actually, no, no. The pink ones are, are a hard, hard pass. And these are a hard, hard, hard pass just because the pink is like, all right, cool. You know, like, who makes a bright pink shoe that's ballsy but this vault colorway it's been done it's a very popular nike color like there's there's no imagination there in my opinion so that that makes it more of a hard pass wow uh yeah i kind of agree with you though i I think i i would not wear either of these but i would probably take the pink over these to be honest like Yeah. yeah i mean because like like you said like there's not too many sneakers you see that are just all over pink like that yeah yeah, and this colorway we we've seen it before. Like even the recently released uh, uh, off white, um, I guess like that off white Air Force One that the, the MCA one that just released, uh, or no, the ICA one that was kind of like a similar colorway but a different color swoosh. But yeah, we've seen this colorway before. I'm not too interested in in this one. These ambush pairs are just like so hit or miss, you know. You yeah. got like the Royals, which are such a nice colorway. The black, 
And then you have this bright pink and this bright yellow. So I don't know. It, it kind of feels like she had two really good colorways, but then they were like, no, but you have to make four shoes. Mm-hmm. And she was like, all right, fuck it. I'll just color them in. And like, oh, like what, what colors do I have lying around here? Oh, a pink and a neon green. All right. And just color them in. It was like, boom, done. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, and then there's, there's one more release to end off the week. And this is another collab, the Sakai Blazer Lows. There's going to be two more colorways dropping. We have a very clean looking black and white pair, which at least in my opinion, that one might be the best colorway to drop so far. It's just like the cleanest one. And then we also got this uh, brown and red, uh, another Blazer Low. We saw yeah. LeBron actually wearing this pair after after one of the games. Um, yeah, so yeah, I mean, the, the Sakai Blazer Low, not too hyped. They've been actually sitting. The original two pairs actually sat in stores. Uh, so I'm not sure if these will actually even sell out. Maybe the black pair. But yeah, just just if you didn't already have enough Nike sneakers dropping this week, uh, if you take L's on everything else, uh, the Sakai's will be waiting for you on Saturday. Yeah, I think these are nice colorways. Probably nicer than the first ones that dropped. I like the black and white one, but it's just too much Sakai, you know? Like, yeah, there's, there's way these, too many. There's the Sakai cause ones. There's the Sakai clot, right? Like there's so much Sakai coming up that I'm like sick of Sakai. Yeah. That, that, uh, that Sakai clot, uh, potential, uh, waffle that we saw pictures of, I can confirm, or you're hearing a confirmation on, on the kickback pot. And I can confirm because one of my followers is actually a guy who works at the logistics of Nike so oh. he actually gets all these sneakers really early and he'll send me all these early pics of like yeah. sneakers that are supposed to release. And he just sent me like a couple of days ago, the picture of the uh, Sakai clot collab. So I can confirm those are definitely about to release. They were, they were delayed a couple of times as well. I know I heard from some people as well that they were supposed to be in stores already. Um, okay. So yeah, that's an interesting one. I mean, we've talked about the oversaturation of collabs on uh, yeah. a previous episode. Um, I, it's yeah, it's 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 hard. I think Sakai is, you know, I mean, outside of sneakers, Sakai is doing a lot of collabs as well. Uh, they've done a lot of fashion stuff. They've done some old couture. Um, you know, not for me. If someone wants to buy them, it's a decent looking shoe. Uh, enjoy the shoe, but yeah, just not for me. Yeah, me too. I'm 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 gonna save my money. Well, I, I'm gonna go hard for the FTCs. That's the only one I really, really want. Besides that, uh, I'm probably gonna take a pass on the week and just save my money for Easy Day and also, of course, Sneakers Day next week. But yeah, I mean, uh, that's about it for the episode. Uh, it was pretty much a news-packed episode and a lot of sneakers to talk about. And as far as upcoming drops go. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. As always, share it with your friends, anyone you know who's into sneaker content. And make sure you hit that subscribe button so you know as soon as we drop a, uh, a episode, you'll see it on your Spotify and your iTunes. So go ahead and do that. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, we're out. Peace. Peace.